You having a good time? I'm not really into parties like this. It seems everyone is just standing in the same circles they always do. Why even go to a party if you're just going to talk to the same people you talk to every day? Maybe it's because you're not drinking enough. Here, try some of this GHB-laden fruit punch. What fruit punch? It was just here. Where the hell could an entire bowl of fruit punch go? Fruit punch ninja! That's it, guys. Squeeze together. I want to get a shot of the Grand Canyon behind you. So move to the left. You too, Billy. I hate my family. How's this, Greg? Are you going to be able to be in the picture, too? What if I try to do some forced perspective gags with Billy? Like make him seem like he's standing inside the canyon? God damn it, Henrietta. How many times have I told you that I'm the family photographer and to shut your goddamn flytrap mouth? You got it, honey. I hate my family. So I'll just set the timer here and there we go. Wait, where'd my family go? White family ninja. Here's your coffee, Mr. Cage. What the hell is this? I ordered a double French roast, carne blend, hybrid macchiato, with whipped cream, and a frozen banana combo. This is just you, man. Sorry, Mr. Cage. This is a budget direct-to-video film production. What happened to my career? Rage, outcast, left behind, and me, ninja. Where the hell are my car keys? Ninja. Anyone seen my cocaine addiction? Ninja! I'm missing my entire underwear drawer. Ninja! I'm missing all my rights as an American citizen. That's the fault of a system that sustains itself through its own wasteful spending that was set up by limiting voters to a bipartisan electorate and the Patriot Act. Really? Just kidding! Ninja! Welcome to Sneaker Madness. This is the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. It's Justin. I was going to say it's Ninja, but it's Ninja. me, Justin, not Ninja, and Sam and Jackie. Hello to you two. Hiya! Ninjas. You do that every time. Can you do something, just something different this time? That's not hiya or or hello, Jackie. It's Ninja Week. Hiya. Okay, nice. Good. That's much better. <laughs> Hiya. 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 Yeah. Uh, we've got some listener feedback. Oh, do we? Yeah. Oh, please. I know I'm wonderful. Go ahead. Unless anybody has anything to share before I get to that. I had a story where I peed on my hand. Okay. I'm, I'll go over that. I'll All bite. Right. So I mean, I won't bite your hand better. or your pee, but. So uh, I don't know. Sometimes you just start going. And you just get on the wrong path, and you just keep going, and you don't realize how left field you've taken a whole situation until it's too late. So I go into Walmart, and I have to pee. Oh, boy. So <clears throat> first off, I piss all over my hand in Walmart. Then I don't even really wash. I just kind of like, I like. well, I got to get back out there. It's Walmart, right? 
I didn't pee all over, but I peed on my hand pretty good. Then I just like wipe it off on my pants. Uh-huh. And then I go out of the bathroom and I see somebody I know and they go to shake my hand. Ugh. And I just went piss shake. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And then the whole time I'm thinking like, why did I go in there, piss all over my hand, and then just come right out? I hope that person listens to this podcast and never speaks to you again, because that's justice. I changed some of the events. It's much worse than I said. <laughs> oh, my some of, God. Some of the places. And, and, and Wait, you were the Walmart masturbator, weren't you? No, it has nothing to do with Walmart. It was somewhere else. No, somewhere much worked. worse. You pooped. At and, school. And just, I threw poo. At the president's office. I, I threw poo in the American government. <laughs> All right. Listener feedback. Uh, that will be anybody that would like to guess who it was, what it was on Sam's hand, and where they were at. Go ahead and write into us. Uh, this week, though, we have some uh, uh, a blog post to share from Martini Shark, good listener and part-time contributor, contributor Martini Shark. He has shared his uh, box office bombs list, top 10 of summer 2016 on thefederalist.com. We'll have a link to that on our website, but uh, uh, all of, a very good list. Not all just uh, straight up, straight laced, bad movies that we're all familiar with. But anybody want to venture a guess on his number one? What was that Snow White and the Huntsman sequel? No. Didn't that come out? No, no, I don't even think that that made the list. Yeah. That looked pretty bad. Yeah. Box office bombs. Oh, bombs. Yeah. Try to keep up. Life of Pets. No, that was a very successful movie. So good I job there. I saw that. I, I don't know. I don't, even, I don't know what's bombed. You gotta have a the guess. Star Trek didn't do very good. Uh, it didn't, but it didn't bomb. Yeah, it just didn't meet expectations. Uh, I think sequels were on his list at some point, but this one's uh, this one's pretty clear. A clear cut winner. Gee, which movie didn't do good? I don't even know what color my pants are, and I'm wearing them still. Ben, hurry, you stupids! Oh, yeah, we made fun of that like two weeks ago. No, just last week. <laughs> oh. Last week? Yeah, it's only made- It four- seems like forever. $14 million. What color are my pants? Yeah, I don't know. Good job on that one. Boy, you guys stink. <laughs> Didn't bring your A-games today, did, did you? I don't think that, but I did pee on my hand. <laughs> I shook hands with Jackie outside. I mean, it was Walmart and it was somebody else. All right, well, be God sure to- damn uh, it! Be sure to check out Martini Shark's list. Uh, it's well-written and extremely informative. I will. If you would like to write to us, talk to us on Facebook, forward slash Stinger Madness, Twitter, at Stinger Madness, email us, talk at StingerMadness.com, or you can always go to our website, StingerMadness.com, and uh, comment directly on one of the episodes right there. You can probably even talk to me directly if you really wanted to. If you yell really loudly outside, Jackie will hear it. Or you but could just send an email. Really loud. With my name on it. Really, really, really loud. Tell me how wonderful I am. Okay, or you can email Jackie at Jackie at StingerMadness.com. Or Sam at Stinger, Sam at StingerMadness.com. Nobody wants to talk to Sam. Yeah, well, they, okay. He shakes people's hands after he pees on them. And then uh, I give long-winded responses. He, If you email Sam, he will reply with an attachment with a picture of piss hand. <laughs> and send it straight to your mom. This week on Streaming Do's and Don'ts, it's not Ninja Week, but it is Jaws Week. Jaws 1 through 4 is on Netflix currently, and we watched all of them, starting with Jaws, Jaws. (laughs) 1975's Jaws, which is not a stinker. No, it certainly isn't. 
one of the best films really made. It sure is a good basis for comparison to the other three, though. Oh, yeah. No, it's like <laughs> the floor just dropped out. It's like a trap door underneath Jaws where all the other movies were. I want to hate Jaws. I really do, because I just like stupid shark movies so much. Uh, for instance, you know, Shark Attack 2, Shark Attack 3, uh, uh, Megalodon, Shark this, Shark that, Land Shark, that stupid shark, uh, Australian surf douche, blood shark, surf shark. Yeah. You got a shark in it, and it's stupid. I'm probably going to enjoy it. So I don't want to, like, I want to be the contrary guy to Jaws and be like, eh, yeah, I found some flaws in it, and I really don't think it's like the story is me, me, me. It's technically perfect. Almost. That's close. So close. It's really fucking good. Jackie, your thoughts on Jaws? You haven't seen it since... I was a kid. Yeah, since you were a kid, now as an adult. As an adult, it still scared the shit out of me. It scared the shit out of Jackie. Huh. Yeah, she especially jumped. when the... When the one guy's head floats by, right? He's got his swim gear on, the sheriff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the head floats by mm-hmm. the the shipwreck. Actually, I think it was Dreyfus that was underneath at that point. Yeah. And it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And then the shark was still fucking scary as all hell, too. It looked pretty good. Bruce looks great throughout the entire he thing. He knows how to shoot around some bad spots. Yes, absolutely. And nobody can do that. They just are like, well, bad spots, we'll just CGI it now. Whatever. No, make the fucking shark and make it look good and work around it. Like, he looks flawless. Sam, when was the last time you saw Jaws? It's been less than two years. Okay. Because they just redid it. Was, I watched it for the second, because they did the 75 anniversary. Mm-hmm. So it's been about six months yeah. since that came out. Wait, 75? An- se- 1975 was when it came out, right? Right, right. So it's the 40th? Somewhere, yeah. Somewhere they had, yeah. The anniversary edition came out, yeah. and I watched it, and it was... I respected it more than I ever had. I always thought it was a good movie, and I've always like, you know, this really sort of defines certain tro. It really helps the whole genre of horror, but it is the blueprint for a monster movie. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's a level of disaster movie in it as well. There is, and it's got too much adventure in it to just be a blueprint for... That's my one problem with it. I love the adventure. I don't. And really? it's it's a conflict and I don't think it is really adventure. I think that that's what's presented to us, but I think you change one thing and it's not adventuresome and I think it's John Williams score. I think it's the worst score that he's ever done except for the main theme. The theme but there's is... just too much I didn't Very notice Indiana that. Jonesy. Uh there's a there's a couple periods where uh, they're quiet talking, and it's, I swear to God, the exact same stuff from Empire Strikes Back, but not as good. It's like, dude, what do you, you're a one-trick pony, pal. Yeah, I thought that actually Indiana Jones, when we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, I thought it was obtrusive. I didn't think that Jaws was as obtrusive. I'm, yeah. and maybe Just in a couple why. spots. No, I was like, when we did watch Raiders of the Lost Ark about two years ago, I was I was offended by how he was just painting mm-hmm. yeah. walls with carpet. Just like, stop yeah. for fucking two seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just stop. Yep. And I didn't notice that in Jaws. Okay, so three do's, even uh, repeat views. From, yeah. yeah. I think that you should go buy the anniversary edition of Jaws nice. and watch it. Okay. Like it's, a, it's a once every five years movie. All right, moving on to Jaws 2, 1978, also starring Roy Scheider and... His very unattractive wife, sorry, Lorraine Gray, I believe her name yes. is. Yes. And the mayor's back. Oh, and Stefano from... Stefano <laughs> yeah, from, from the Days, of, Days of, our of Our Lives. Stefano DeMira. 
Well, I think what happened is is that the, he was in real estate in Jaws 2, and the bottom dropped out of the real estate market, so he had to start start kidnapping Marlena. Why not? It Got seems me. like that's how the entire economy of Salem pick a state that it's supposed to be in works. I think it's like The Simpsons. I think it's like Salem is in wherever. You know, it's like Springfield. Most people don't consider soap operas to be exciting and uh, edge of your seat type stuff. Days of our lives, I guess. Yeah, well, they also... Man, you just blew that for me. Completely. Oh, yeah? Well, you didn't see the John Black-Peter Demira sword fight. They were swinging on chandeliers. One of them got kicked out of the castle. I bet you know who. All right. Well, <laughs> typically, people don't consider soap operas very exciting, but uh, maybe they should watch Jaws 2 and then try a soap opera because Jaws 2 is the limit on non-excitement. Yeah, it is. I would rather watch Days of Our Lives. Without question. It is extremely boring. Nothing happens for three quarters of the film. There's not a whole lot of shark business. I think two people, two only one person has died up until that three-quarter mark. It's something like that. That two. Oh, I guess the two photographers. The so two photographers. No, there's two oh, photographers. Yeah, there's the like four people die. Yeah. But you don't even notice it. Uh. And it's so boring that I had forgotten that I, I was like, I've never seen this one. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the last quarter of it where something sort of happens, but not really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I've seen this. And it like all came back like... Total Recall, oh yeah, this movie is just really boring. I've seen this twice. Yeah, and when things do start happening, it's so poorly paced and like the buildup and tension has completely left your body that whatever is supposed to be transpiring that's exciting is not. You're just like, skip to the end. You're already playing Shark Attack on your phone. Absolutely. Absol- shark Attack. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> million dollar idea. We better get to it first. TM. Ding. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Jaws 2 really stinks. I didn't think it was that bad. Okay. But it, defend it. I liked when he shot his gun. Oh. At the uh, pool of bluefish. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty dumb. That was pretty... Uh, pretty dramatic moment and then his son clearly not a shark that he was shooting at right but then his poor son is like i still love you dad i thought that was really sad he's helping him put a pick up bullets off the ground Uh uh-huh that was really heart-wrenching you're being sarcastic no i i liked this movie i'm gonna give it a do oh i it was yeah it, it had some boring points but i i thought for a sequel it was pretty good i'm gonna give it a do now did you come for the shark? Yeah. But not not the political intrigue about Roy Scheider's career and his relationship with the uh, bureaucracy and the economy in Amity. The mayor being in Stefano's pocket. You, you, you came for the shark, which they didn't deliver, but you like all the other stuff that's not sharky. Well, you know, you kind of get into that, oh, this is a soap opera after you see Stefano. And then you're like, okay, I understand now. We only have so much budget for a shark. Because you got brought, you brought Stefano in it. Yeah, you know, scale for a guy who ends up in soap operas. Yeah, so you know that it's it's going to be a budget. I uh, I'm going to challenge the listeners. Uh, anybody that wants to side with Jackie on this, go ahead and write in. Uh, we'll read it out. Uh, that, that also feels that Jaws Two is worth defending. 
I can't believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. I liked it. It sucks. It sucks. Super boring. Do not. Do not. Do. Okay. Ah, next up is Jaws 3. D. 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 <laughs> this one was fucking dumb. I hated what? this one. You, you hated, hated this one? Jaws 3. I did. Stupid. Are this you is, sure you're not mixing two, two and this three? This is up? the SeaWorld one, right? Yes. Yeah. With Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Oh, wait. No, I like this one. And Leah Bess Armstrong Thompson. and Leah Thompson. And they had the dolphins, Cindy and Cindy Sally. And Sandy. And Sandy, whoever. Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. won a Razzie for his awful performance. And the 3D arm after that one guy gets his arm bit off. That was pretty scary. Yeah, see, I just don't know if you. And we. Think about the film before you speak and say do or do not, because this shit was fucking awesome. We can't forget about Simon McCorkendale. Simon McCorkendale and the Manimal. D- DWH Moriarty. Yeah. Those He's guys. DW or DH. DH, DP, whatever. They're awesome. Yeah. Everybody's awesome. Everybody stinks. Stinks. This is a terrible, terrible movie. I can't believe it's a thing. It's so bad. That starts out hot when a bass gets its head bit off uh-huh. and then just stares at the camera for a while in 3D. In super 3D. Yeah. Like, so 3D whoa, that when 3D. you're not watching it in 3D, you're like, I bet this 3D sucked. <laughs> <laughs> the 3D is so crammed. Like, this is the pinnacle of like stupid 3D. Like, oh, yeah. whoa, that's in 3D. It's coming right for us, but it's all stupid it's shit. Stupid shit. Like, Oh no, a bass head. <laughs> Headless bass. Sea bass. <laughs> Fucking scary. Like people are going to be like hiding behind the theater seats. <laughs> oh no, the head of a sea bass. Maybe it was so new and so many people had never seen 3D before that they had to like familiarize themselves with it. Like, hey, here's a warm up pitch to make sure that they understand that the bass head in front of them isn't actually in the theater floating towards their faces. I would think that this has got to be like the fourth fourth tour of 3D, but I guess maybe you, you throw a few meatballs out there, see if they can knock them over the fence. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or just like if you come out too hot and there's like a man's face or the shark coming at him, there's going to be pee pants all over the theater and nobody's yeah. like, it's going to be too much. So you warm him in. like Start out with the mast of the ship coming right at him. Yeah, or uh, there are some people... Walking towards SeaWorld. Whoa, are those people going to come through the screen and sit in my lap? No, they're just headed to SeaWorld, bud. That golf cart's headed right for us. <laughs> this is too dangerous early on. What we should do is just give them a fish head. That will, mm-hmm. That'll mm-hmm. sort of make them know, hey, this is, this is 3D. But it's not dangerous because it's just a bass that doesn't have a body. That's still alive, we should mention. That thing lives for fucking ever. Breathing without its body. Yeah. Jackie, have you finally convinced that Jaws 3D is awesome? Yes. What was your favorite part? When they stole that one guy's clothes. The cowboy? Yeah, the little brother. Uh Uh-huh. Sean. Sean. And how weird it got. Like, all of a sudden, when they were throwing each other's partners into the lagoon and being all fucking weird. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's... That's not right. Why why is that so weird? I'm I'm not really Hi person we don't know. Well, everybody knows everybody at SeaWorld. Yeah, and Sean and Mike are brothers. Am I missing something here? I guess I, I don't just... know Leah Thompson. 
Yeah, they don't know Leah Thompson. Well, they know because they saw Sean pick her up at the bar, and she's got obvious tramp eyes. So she's just normal tramp lady. Maybe it's not eyes. Maybe it's the hair. Maybe because of the Faradu. She just looked kind of easy. I bet the whole, you know, that first two years of SeaWorld was... Loosey-goosey? Yeah, everybody got the same VD. Like uh, behind the scenes at Saturday Night Live during the 80s? I, d- I wouldn't know anything about that. Well, you weren't there, but you can infer. I don't, yeah, maybe. Coke and blow the job. I was just writing jokes <laughs> during the day as a day job. Train rides into Connecticut because you can afford to live there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jaws 3. Uh, we should also mention that guy's shirt. Yes. Let a gargoyle sit on your face. Which was an ad campaign. It's amazing. We had to back it up and check it out three times to make sure that it does say, let a gargoyle sit on your face, which is just a very odd thing for an extra to be wearing. Like, somebody's going to notice that. You got to make that guy change his shirt or just tell him to go home. You don't need him. It's product placement Uh because it was the gargoyle tag. I forgot completely about it until we looked it up. I was like, oh my God, I remember that now. So you're saying gargoyle sunglasses paid money yes. to be in Jaws 3. They paid money for no, that t-shirt to be absolutely, That's absolutely. a bad call. <laughs> that is a bad call. That's why it's so noticeable. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, final recommendations? I thought it was the best bad movie we've watched just on a whim in probably six months. It was incredible. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Do. 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 Uh, last but not least, Jaws the Revenge. Don't. <laughs> is this the one you were thinking of, Jackie? That you said, I hated this one. Yeah, this is the one with the log, right? The Christmas yes. log? Yeah. Fuck. Christmas log of death. Let's all go to Brazil. And Michael Caine and Bruce the Shark, I guess, follows them because he... Hates Mike for killing his cousin his Sam, cousin, and it sucks. It is so like it sounds. The idea of a shark traveling across the world to get revenge may seem like oh well, that's at least something. But the execution of this film was nothing. What well, starts with the casting of the biggest doofus ever? Oh yeah, the Lance guy, Guest, I believe yeah, was his name. Boy. He is a physically unimposing specimen, isn't oh, he? he sucked. He sucks so bad. We can't forget to mention Mario Van Peebles is in it as well. He stinks. You can't notice him because yeah. he's next to that other guy. Yeah. Michael Caine's in it. What? He's, he's oh. not very good in it. He's not very <laughs> he good. He took it for the paycheck. His name's Hoagie. Yeah. And it's still not awesome. <laughs> and he delivers laundry from one island to the next. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ugh. God, what an awful movie. Like, it's not boring in the same way that Jaws 2 is boring, but it's completely not interesting. It seems like one of those early sci-fi channel movies where they were trying to be serious about a silly topic, but not, like, silly about the silly topic like they are now, you know, making, like, land shark movies or giant spider films that are stupid and fun. Uh, They It just seemed like made for TV throughout the entire production of the film. It did seem like it was made for TV. It was like Hallmark brings you Jaws 4. A shark tale. Yeah. Jaws 4, give me my baby back again with Sally Fields. He may eat your face, but 
He'll steal your baby. He'll steal your heart. <laughs> I don't think he will. It sucks it, so fucking bad. Well, and it was so retarded how the shark died this time. S- harpooned by the boat. Well, oh, he has yeah. to jump through the air in order to do it. Oh, God. It's One in a million shot. Oh, it sucks so bad. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. Jaws, watch it. Jaws of Revenge breaks everything. Just watch one and three. Just watch one and three. Those are the only ones you need. And Jaws 3 doesn't even really relate to the rest of the series. Nope. Doesn't need to. They're supposed to be the brothers, but it's like, it's so on its own that it has nothing to do. Shockingly bad that it's related to uh, Jaws in any way. Yeah. Um, The wild card this week. It's my turn because of Ninja 3, the domination. Uh, So we're going to play a game of pop quiz, hot shot. Oh, good. Ninja edition. Oh, great. Ninja. Hopefully you know more about ninjas than the good folks at Canon Films. <laughs> <laughs> or you just know about ninjas from Canon Films. Either award, not anything in the middle. Well, I think most people only know ninjas from Canon Films. Like, all of the tropes and stereotypes about ninjas basically are just in they Canon have, Films. They have lasers. Yes. They have metal masks. Mm-hmm. They aren't ninjas at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> So anybody can answer at any given point. I'm not going to play. You guys are going to struggle. Oh. But uh, so if, if the score is one to zero, I will give you guys a high five, whoever wins. Question number one. The word slash kanji. It's kanji, right? Kanji, yes. Yeah, okay. For ninja didn't appear until the 20th century. What were they called before then? Imperial guards. Ninpo? Hmm. Not a bad guess, but uh, you are both incorrect. The correct answer is Shinobi no Mano. Shinobi no Mano, which in translation means a man of perseverance and stealth. Yeah, I I should have known that because the movie over and over again, Shinobi. I was thinking a video game game as well. Shinobi was a sweet game. It's like Japanese Romeo and Juliet is Shinobi. It's a good tale. Okay. Uh, The first record... On in history, recorded written record that we can find of the ninja of the shinobi of the shinobi. Yeah, where I'm getting for the sake of the rest of this quiz, we're just going to call them ninja because you know what? They're fucking ninjas. 1755. 1755. 1600. 1600, says Sam. 14th century, a man mentions three shinobi jumped out at him, which means, but he doesn't define what a shinobi is. Which means that it uh, was already in the culture at that point. So the best guess is early 1300s hmm. was when the shinobi emerged. Question number three. The ninja star, or shuriken, is probably the most notorious weapon used by ninjas. What was its primary function? Poison delivery. Throat cutting. Hmm. Both good guesses, both totally wrong. They were a tool you normally for distraction. Not killing. Yeah. You chuck them, people would be like, what the fuck is that? And then you go in and get them from behind. Describe the average garb of a ninja. It's a sheet with um, some eye holes and a red sash. Black pajamas. Okay. Both very uh, (laughs) stereotypical guesses. Very canon films guesses. With a man bun. Well, it's a lot of the same things that the samurai wears without the uh, overcoat. I don't know what any of it's called. Okay. Well, you could describe it. I just said describe. Like a samurai Sweat without an pants. overcoat. 
Okay. There isn't one. The ninja were spies, which yeah. means... They just dressed like anybody. They dressed like anybody. Most commonly, they dressed like workers, uh, gardeners, construction workers, sometimes monks, farmers, a lot. So whatever attire they had to use to blend into is what they would wear, so they didn't have a typical garb. Oh. Last question. Oh, nope. Two more questions. Sorry. Ah. Uh. What is a kasuragi, kasuragama? Kasurigama. TJ Hoshmazode. Hoshmazoli. <laughs> <laughs> Kasurigama. Kaush. I know. Uh, That's mm. the little purse that you keep your Chinese stars in. Ooh. So that it doesn't right. cut your legs up when you're running. That's a good guess. It's a good, I thought in the, the films they always kept them in their sashes, though. Or just like had a bajillion up their sleeves. Yeah, but you know, at this point now that I know that they don't have uh, outfits. Okay. All right. You know, they have to blend in, so they got to have a okay. bag stashed somewhere with this All shit right. in it. All right. Sam? No idea. All right. Well, the Kasurigama, you were on the right track, Jackie. You almost get half a point, but I still can't because you are you don't get it. Uh, it's a sickle weapon with a morning star at the end of it. You've seen it in the movies. It's like a stick, and it's got a blade at the end of it, the pokes, and then, and then a, a chain with a morning star at the end of it, so they could either swing or they could slash you. It was their preferred weapon because they uh, had to blend in so much. They wanted a weapon that they could disguise as a tool. So the karasigama could be like a, a farmer's tool for cutting crops or mm. a gardener for pruning hedges, but it's also a fucking deadly weapon. Hi-yah! And you can tangle up a sword with it. Exactly. Because you're never, as a ninja, maybe you could be a good swordsman. Mm-hmm. You will never, ever go toe-to-toe with a samurai. True. These guys will fucking chop you up. a sword attached to your back when you're pretending to be a farmer is a dead giveaway that you're a ninja. <laughs> so not going to work. So you were on the right path there, Jackie. Almost points. Last question. What's a kunuachi? Kunu ayachi. Sushi. A hmm. small knife. S- sushi, no. A small knife, No. It's a female ninja. Uh, yes, they had female ninjas. I was closest. I said raw fish. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's bad. They typically posed as dancers or entertainers and used their feminine wiles to seduce men for information or to kill them. So they were whores, essentially. Well, they're soldiers. They're assassins. Soldier whores. Or spies. They're spies. They work for the government. You don't actually have to have sex with them. You usually yeah. just get them to take Shake their pants your... off and they stab them in the neck. Uh-huh. Or okay. just get information. You only have sex with them first if you want to. Right. <laughs> then you kill them. All right. Score. Final score. Zero to zero. Good job on that, guys. I was closest. Almost had points. Uh, Sam, tell us about Ninja 3, The Domination. Well, Sam Furstenberg is always first when it comes to ninjas. Or movies about ninjas, or movies that are supposed to have ninjas in them, but really only have ninjas in the title. Then the movie contains oddly dressed villains or heroes appearing as what the good people at Canon Films would like us to believe are ninjas. Wait, this movie doesn't have any ninjas in it? Well, we just found out that it'd be dressed like normal people with farmers. Okay, let's Ah. be clear. It doesn't have any shinobi in it. It does have... Canon ninjas. ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait to be exposed to what a canon ninja is. You have is. been. We uh, did American Ninja. 
Oh. That's a canon movie. Yeah, I remember he had lasers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Ninja lasers. This is going to be awesome. Uh, Ninja, Ninja 3 takes its first departure from reality by adding the number three to its name and trying to convince us, the savvy audience, that this is the final installment of a trilogy, not just the third Ninja-themed film that Canon put out starring Shokasugi. Furstenberg had previously directed Revenge of the Ninja, which should have been called Revisiting of the Last Ninja Script We Did with a Kid Added. <laughs> Ken Kasugi. <laughs> he went into greater detail on the Furstenberg and his seemingly endless Ninja Samurai filmography when we did American Ninja, which was Furstenberg and Golan's writing of Canon's ninja ship that becomes lost at sea due to this film. So go back and listen to the point five from American Ninja if you want to hear about it, because I have new ground to cover, but not bodies to cover, because also, one of them is already covered. Also listen to the American Ninja episode with uh, special guest Joe Fulgham from Caustic Soda. Listen to both of them. They're quite good. Well, yes, yeah, so I can't talk about it because I've already got new ground to cover, okay. but not bodies. You told that joke. I didn't, because... The body's already covered in hair. Uh, oh, that joke. It's a multi-layered joke, yes. Sam. Yes. So many. Want... It's like the cops back hair. So many layers. Layers of hair. I don't get it. <laughs> you will. You will. And anyone that watches this will. Jordan Bennett, according to his self-written bio, is a man of indeterminable talent. A writer, director, actor, singer, and songwriter. An occasional... Wig maker? Piano player of Western classical piano yeah, player? No, hmm. that's... What is that? uh, Mark Singer. Mark Singer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is more than anything a man covered in hair. Mm-hmm. So much hair that it doesn't matter that he seems to do all of those other things mostly well enough. He could sing like Sinatra and you wouldn't notice anything but the body hair. That is true. He has had to indefinitely cancel all of his shows in Montana, Minnesota, and most of Canada. Every time he books a performance in any of those locales, he's tranked and tagged right off the plane. Because <laughs> the local game wardens think he's Sasquatch. We don't like no Sasquatch up here. There it is. <laughs> I can't get to it. The smell. You take your Squatch back to L.A., boy. <laughs> you don't want your Squatching. His website is worth a visit, and he seems to have learned that long sleeve shirts and suits are his best friend. Good, 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 good. for him. Yeah. Uh, Lucinda Dickey was cast in this film as she had starred in the well-known Furstenberg and Cannon film Breaking Two. She was Electric also Electric Boogaloo. Yes, Electric Boogaloo. She was also in Breaking, which somehow was also made in 1984. Mm. So three of the six films that she was in, including this one, were made in 1984. Good year. Yeah, she should have known that when she burned so brightly, she would burn out fast. Her career could have also been shortened by hair poisoning, brought on <laughs> by Jordan Bennett. <laughs> She gets a big mouthful of hair. Aquanet. So keep an eye out for. Mm-hmm. So Just, wait, well, I want to know more about her. What what is she doing now? Nothing. Nothing. She did these three movies, and that's the end of she her. She did three movies in 1984. She was in one in 82, then 88 and 90, and she's out. Hmm. I'll be damned. This one was really bad for her, and like I think they only made seven million. Yeah, which underperformed for a canon ninja movie. They were usually around 11. Yeah, I understand that you're in a canon film and, uh, you know, it stinks. But at the same time, you're in a canon film cast to be a pretty lady as a lead. Yes. You think that would have at least got her into something else, even if it also was shitty. 
Yeah, according to uh, the thoughts of Galan and Globus, they really just fucked up by cat. The audiences didn't want a female ninja. And so they got so far away from this movie that uh, she's pretty much done with them. And there is a level of flash dance in this movie as well. So it's got a, it's got it all. Yeah, it does. Really? Yeah. Yes, that's right. I said flash dance in a ninja movie. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> well, okay. Keep an eye out. Speaking of, keep an eye out for the sexiest V eight beverage ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Earl W. Smith. And whether or not James Hong gets a handful. Ooh, yeah. I can't remember. I think he does, but I don't know. Well, he's, he's only around for a certain amount of typically time. Typically does in his film, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, the film is currently streaming on YouTube.com in high definition for free, free, free uh, at the Paramount Vault. So, oh, really? yeah, go check that out at the Paramount Vault. This is one not to be missed. It is a hallmark. Everybody loves this film that has seen it. It's incredible. Uh, so be sure to watch this one. Final thoughts? Excitement. Excitement? Danger. Final thought? Danger. Sasquatch. Intrigue? Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch. Flash dance. All right, get to the chopper. Fans of Stinker Madness, iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. Go to Stinker Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Stinker Madness and email us at talk at We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.